When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, so welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Dash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, y'all, hotels are slowly falling into the shadows of Airbnb, and there are many reasons that include destination, comfort, and affordability. In 2022, there was an enormous jump in Airbnb bookings compared to hotels, which only proves what our next guest point is, right? A Miami, Florida native, he was able to beat the odds and become the first seven-figure earner from his family. Now he's a coach teaching and mentoring others how to speed up the process of success, build passive income. Welcome, my brother. Let's go. What up, fam? What up, what up, what up? New lie, new lie, we here. <laughs> um, I'm excited, man, because I feel like when we think about success, when we think about, you know, ways to uh, break generational curses, um, long time ago, it, wa- it was just a dream, right? Like you yeah. really didn't have the tools and the access and the, you know, things that you needed to do in order to get to that level of success. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you look, um, success is easy, yep. right? But when I say success is easy, I'm not saying that there's not hard work that needs to be put into it. Um, I'm just saying that success, um, it leaves clues. Success has a way, like if you just are willing to follow um, the blueprint, uh, you could get to that next level. So so I want to talk about you. I want to talk about your success. I want to talk about Airbnbs. I want to talk yeah. about all that. But before we go there, for those who don't know, in your words, who yeah. is Eugene? Yeah, 100%. So Eugene is just a, a, a young kid who had a, a dream when he was young, mm-hmm. right? And, and fast forward, became successful. Yeah. And I think a lot of people kind of relate to like, hey, probably didn't come from nothing. Probably didn't come from money. Yeah. And that was my situation. So I grew up in the inner cities of Miami. When most people think of Miami, they, they think County. of South Beach, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? They think of the nice parts of Miami, right? Yeah. But I grew up in the inner cities. Yeah. Uh, family grew up on welfare. Um, grew up in a single parent household. Unfortunately, my mom passed away when I was very young at nine years old. Wow. So just my pops trying to make ends meet. So experience all that at a young age really put something in me. Like, you know what? Like, I got to become successful. Wow. It wasn't a maybe. It wasn't if, no, I have to become successful because I need to get out the inner cities. Yeah. And then also I need to help my family out. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't know is I'm also a co- college graduate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I was able to get a scholarship to go to USF mm. in Tampa, Florida, and was able to get a job afterwards. But guess what? I was still living paycheck to paycheck mm. with a college, with two college degrees. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I thought going to school was going to be the answer. And I realized for me, it wasn't. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times I always tell people this is like, you know, we're not meant to fit in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people do certain things to fit in. Yeah. So 80% of people go to school, go to college, get a degree, get a job to fit in with everybody else is doing. But you had the exact same result they have. If they're struggling, you're going to struggle too. Yeah. And I realized something. Dang, I got to do something different to get different results. Yeah. So I left the nine to five at age 22 mm-hmm. and became an entrepreneur yeah. at age 22. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Most parents will be like, you know, you're going to be an entrepreneur. Like, what's that? Especially Haitian parents. Right, right, right. My dad, like, what you doing? You're going to quit your job to be an entrepreneur? Right. But I'm like, he may not, you may not, he didn't understand at the time. Yeah. And I had to think to myself, I say, look, like, my dad, he was only making 30 grand a year. Yeah. And I'm like, man, do I take advice from you mm. 
I'm going to have the same result as you. So I respect you, but I don't respect you to take financial advice from you. Mm. So that's when I made the decision to become an entrepreneur, yeah. learn from other people that have the lifestyle that I want. And from there, it just went up and we put the hard work in. We stay consistent. Yeah. And you mentioned something earlier that a lot of people think success is easy. Yeah. It is easy, but you got to put the work in. Right. And that was something we wasn't afraid, especially if you're Haitian, like where we come from. Yeah. You know, it's hard work. You know, our parents come here, provide a good life for us. Yeah. They work hard. So I wasn't afraid to do the work. So we did the work. We stay consistent. We've been an entrepreneur well over 10 years. Yeah. And now, you know, 10 years as an entrepreneur, um, seven figure earner. How has that transition been for you? Right. From um, somebody who grew up in the inner city, single parent home family on welfare. Are you, were you the only sibling? To, I mean, you have siblings? I have other siblings, yeah. you know. Yeah. So so how was that transition for you from like knowing what it's like to uh, grow up low income, lack of means to now being a seven figure earner? Yeah. Um, one thing I would say, like I had, just like I mentioned, I had a dream. So what I mean by a dream is I always had a vision. And I think that's people need to realize that you got to have a vision, even though you're in your life right now. You're not where you want to be at in life. If you hold on to that vision, you're going to be excited. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's something I did when I was very young, even though I was struggling, even though I had my adversities, I was always hold on to a vision that one day that I will become successful. So that transition, it wasn't easy, but I had motivation because guess what? I got nothing to go back to. I can't go back to where I'm from. So I need to use that adversity. I need to use those struggles to push me to do the work to, and, and become successful. So that transition, I went from working nine to five and then becoming an entrepreneur and then building something from the ground up. But the transition, one thing I always tell people, your current nine to five, even though you work a nine to five, you employee, you're already an entrepreneur. Huh. And people are like, what you mean? The skill sets that you learn working nine to five will prepare you. If you decide, if you make a decision to decide that you want to be an entrepreneur, those skill sets you learn, organization skills, communication skills, people skills, you're going to use that in business. Yeah. So if you use those skills and you stay consistent, the success will follow whatever that you decide to do yeah. in life. So, I mean, for us, it wasn't easy, but it was easy at the same time to realize what we have, use what we have to become successful. Yeah. Yeah. And so and so why Airbnb? Like like how, how, as as an entrepreneur, um, what led you to say, you know what, this is the this is the vehicle. This is what I'm going to use to build wealth. Great question. So for for us. You know, me and my wife, we you know we built this together. And what I was always thinking about, because my very first business, I was in the car business, right? And, you know, we was able to build that from the ground up. It was a lot of work, a lot of hours. You said car business, y'all sold cars? Yeah, we're selling cars, yeah. So, so Use, new, both? Uh, use, yeah, use. So, you know, one thing I realized as I mature in business, mm -hmm. that I wanted to have more time. You know, because sometimes you could have a business that you, you, you own, but the business own you. <laughs> the business owned you Facts. and I felt like the car business it took too much time from us you know me and my family I'm like man I feel like the business owned me I'm a slave to the business so I was always thinking about ways how can I still make money but also have my time at the have my time freedom at the same time and that's when I thought about Airbnb and I'm like hey well people want to travel right they'll stay at a place and it would not involve a lot of time for me if I do decide to get into the business and that's what I wanted as a mature in business I want to have time freedom. You know, a lot of people want to make the money. That's cool. But I want to do something where it does not involve a lot of my time. See, I'm here right now. Our business is still running without us. Yep. And that's what type of business I wanted. So when I seen the model Airbnb, I'm like, it made sense for us to get into it. And one thing I always tell people, like you live in a house, right? Mm -hmm. When you travel, what are you looking for? Either Airbnb or hotel. Nice. You need a place to stay. Yeah. So this industry, when I looked at it, it's a trillion dollar industry. Right. Because people are always going to travel when they travel. What do they need? A place to stay. Yeah. So this industry, when I realized I want something that's going to be here for long term, not just temporarily. Right. A quick come up. I want something for a long term yeah. that we could build. And that's why I decided to get started in the Airbnb game. Yeah, it's crazy because I think uh, last year we were looking at our numbers. And I want to say we spent close to fifty thousand dollars on lodging, though. Wow. And I was like, wow. So you think about. You know, like you said, people always need a place to stay. People need a place to live, especially um, um, not even just live, but temporarily, you know, short term, especially when you think about, um, you know, after COVID. Right. We, we were like forced to be in the house. Mm -hmm. Now what they call it, revenge travel. <laughs> people are like revenge traveling out there. Yeah. Um, how do you, you know, walk us through, um, 
you know, let's let's say, you know, your, your Airbnbs like are, you know, how have you uh, what's your your business model as it relates to Airbnbs um, and how do you find, um, you know, you know, a property to list? A hundred percent. So, you know, get into it. I always start with Airbnb that you have to purchase a property, mm-hmm. right? You got to spend thousands of dollars buying a property and then you could do Airbnb. So I kept bumping my head and say, you know what? I don't want to buy a property because at the time, me and my wife, we own a duplex, right? So we own a, a multifamily, but we only collect the rent once a month. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to put, you know, 20000 down, 30000 down and only make $500 a month in profit. It didn't make any sense for right. me. The equity ownership is key. You know, you, you have the equity, you own it. It's an asset, but I want the cash flow. It's a dead asset. Yeah, yeah, it's a dead asset. So I said, I don't want to buy a property to do that. So it's going to take me a long time to make my money. So when I learned, I did a lot of educating myself and I learned that I could get into the game with doing rental arbitrage, mm-hmm. right? Where I don't have to own a property. Mm-hmm. I could rent a property with the owner permission, mm-hmm. permission that I could sublease it. I could sublet it and put it on Airbnb and I can make money on somebody else's property. Mm-hmm. You know, in this industry, in this game, we call it OPP. Mm-hmm. It's like here, OPM, we call this OPP, mm-hmm. other people's properties. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to use our property to do it. We could find somebody else's property to rent out and then we could put it on Airbnb. But before you look to rent out a property, you want to set up your LLC. Mm. You want to get an EIN number because you want to separate yourself from the business and then also for a liability aspect. So now when you're getting these rentals, you're getting it rented under the business name, mm. right? With the permission. So it's under the lease is under the business name. Now you could go ahead and put this on Airbnb and rent it to other people because stay there. And then a great thing about that model is the cost is very low. Let's say the, the landlord wants first and last month that says the rent is twenty five hundred dollars. Mm. First and last month's five thousand. Yeah. Furnishing it, let's say it costs you four thousand. Your all-in cost will be nine thousand yeah. dollars. That's easy for people to come up with yeah. to start a business. Yeah. You know, so that model made sense for us, and then that's how I was able to find our first property. But then we begin to look at what is a big need now, and since COVID, it's been a big trend of travel nurses, mm. travel professionals. Right, a lot of people are working from home now. Mm. Right, working remote. So now we kind of cater our business model towards them. So when we're looking for a location, we're looking for something near hospitals, right? So that way we could track that travel professional. We're looking for something near downtown areas. We could track, you know, uh, people that want to take care of business downtown. And now they can stay at our location because most people don't want to be at a hotel. A studio, it feel like it's a studio. They want a, a two bedroom. They want more space. And then also it's convenient with Airbnb. So that's kind of what our model is. We look for places that's near hospitals, downtown areas. And then we could kind of cater to those travel nurses, those travel medical professionals and travel workers. Nah, I love that. And then so how so 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 how and 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 I and I, I love the thought process that's put around it, uh, because location matters, you know, yeah. because I feel like a lot of times people get into businesses um that they see other people being successful at, but they don't realize that even in those businesses, there's nuances, right? So mm-hmm. if you don't know, like I, like full transparency, I remember I was interviewing, uh, 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 some, I, I, it was either Pushman Mitch um, or, or CEO Maddie J, okay. and they were talking about Toro, uh, and I was like, yo, oh, I could do that too. Um, and so I, so me and my wife, we went, at, we went out and we got five cars and we was doing Toro. I'll never do Toro again, <laughs> right? Because, um, there was some nuances in the Toro business that we didn't we didn't know, mm-hmm. right? And even after when we sold the cars, and I'm talking to Pushman Mitch, and he's like, "Nah, bro, this is what you did wrong. You should have did this. You should have hired this person." And I didn't know those nuances, mm. um, and it, and it got me jammed up where I'm jumping into something head first and not necessarily knowing. So I so so I'm so I'm I'm glad you know that as as we're talking like these nuances about traveling nurses and you know buy through you know through a um you know you know close to the hospitals like doing yeah. um from a marketing standpoint right how do you get the word out like how do you what are some tips like if somebody has an airbnb how are some what are some tips to try to um get your place always you know booked 100 percent, and that's a great question and just like you mentioned like i feel like a lot of people get into the industry or business with no education yeah Right. So the education is very important. So what what I always tell people is, one, you want to understand the industry. You want to educate yourself. Um, And then also what you want to do, you want to make sure because it is a lot of nuances. You want to make sure that you have a team. A lot of people get into the game with no team. They just like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and try to do this. 
And you got to understand there's different things that you have to put together, a cleaning team, a handyman team, right? So that way you have different systems in your business. So now when it comes to looking for locations, now you could use different strategies. Number one, you could use Zillow, right? Where you could find a, a rental property as well. And then also you could use um, a real estate agent that could find a property for you. Mm. So now you don't have to pay the real estate agent. The real estate agent get paid from the landlord once the lease is, is executed, wow. right? So now they could go ahead and use the MLS system to find rental properties. You have them reach out to the landlord on your behalf and ask them, hey, do you allow short-term rental? Mm. If they allow it, now you're able to go out there and be able to yeah, run the play yeah. and execute. Yeah, like and, and something else, Airbnb just launched because understand this industry is growing and growing mm -hmm. every month. Something else they just launched is something called Airbnb Friendly, hmm. where now Airbnb partners with apartment complexes, communities that allow Airbnb with the permission. So hmm. most people, sometimes they hide from leasing office because they're doing it the wrong way. Right. They're getting a unit under their personal name, not telling the leasing office, hey, I'm doing Airbnb. Hmm. So now what Airbnb did is they partnered with different apartment complexes and like, hey, would you allow us, uh, us to do Airbnb? We'll have people host mm. and they'll pay them a certain percentage. So now you could use that website that Airbnb has to find apartment complexes anywhere in the country. Wow. Allows Airbnb. Well, that's so, a game changer. So now, so now no excuse on why you can't get into the game. Right. The right way. So that way you're not doing the wrong way and you got to get kicked out because you didn't tell the leasing right. office that you was doing it. Right. Right. Now they save you that headache. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like that. And, that, and, and what you just said just there. Um, is a is a good segue into my next question, right? Because um, you know people get kicked out. Like, like what are some of the common mistakes that Airbnb hosts are doing when they're you know trying to to, to start the Airbnb business? Yeah. So one of the common mistakes is number one is not telling the landlord or you know office that they're that they're doing Airbnb. Number one common mistake, right? And then their leasing office find out to get kicked out, costs you a lot of money. You got to pay. Maybe the full term of the lease. Wow. Right. Or maybe you got to pay half the month term of, of, of the lease, half the term of the lease costs a lot of money. That's number one mistake. A lot of new Airbnb hosts make. The second mistake is not setting a cleaning team. Right. And they just, you know, sometimes they try to clean themselves. Mm. One, you lose a lot of time. Second, it may not be cleaned properly and it could impact your Airbnb business because most people treat it like a side hustle. Yeah. You want to treat this business like a real business. Right. Because if you treat it like a real business, it will pay you like a big business. Yeah. But if you treat it like a side hobby, you're going to make side hobby money. Right. <laughs> right? So um, setting up a cleaning team, hiring the right cleaners to clean your unit, because every time a guest stays at your location and they, they check out, they leave you a review. They're going to leave you a review on a check in process. The cleaning was the unit clean. And if you clean it yourself and you didn't clean the right way, you're going to get a negative review yeah. and that could hurt your ratings. Um, also, with communication with the guests, right? Communicating with the guests. How does the guest check in? Sometimes. New hosts want set the right expectations on how that guest will be able to check into the unit. Now the guest is frustrated. How do I get into this unit? How do I get to this house? So this having a communication with the guests, cleaning team, handyman team. So if anything breaks, you have a handyman team, a handyman that could fix whatever that mess that's maybe broken. Maybe um, it's a leak in the bathroom from the toilet. Like, how would you get that fixed? You want to have, you know, trying to find a solution for a problem, but set your team up because sometimes new Airbnb hosts don't know this information, right? Because they're new to the game. So you want to educate yourself so that way you could set your systems up properly so that we could run smoothly. Not saying that you're not going to have any headaches because we have some headaches. We have some stuff that happens. We have some floods. We have some things that happen. Right. It, it's going to happen in business. Nothing's going to be perfect. But at least educate yourself so that way you could kind of be prepared. So if anything arises, you can find a solution for it. Yeah. No, I love that. Love that. Um, and, you know, pivoting a little bit towards, you know, people getting into the Airbnb business. You know, majority of of the folks that watch our show, um, you know, are high earners. They you know make a lot of money, um, and they're looking for some type of side hustle or something to you know to start building their wealth. Um, but I was reading something on CNBC the other day that talked about seventy six percent of people who work um, live paycheck to paycheck, mm. um, and a, a good portion of those folks, I think it was like forty some percent of those folks make over six figures. So there's people wow. who make a lot of money, but they're living paycheck to paycheck. Um, and I know you, you mentioned earlier, um, you know, you know, less than $10,000 to get started. Uh, for those who may not have money saved up or, you know, they, you know, they, they're living paycheck to paycheck and they're watching this and they're like, you know what, that's a no brainer, right? Cause you just gave a major gem that I hope they, that they, that they call it, yeah. that you could literally 
you could go to a, to a, a real estate agent. Like you don't, you don't even have to look for it yourself. Look for, go to a real estate agent. They have the conversation on your behalf, and they're and they're getting paid from the yep. you know from the landlord and not from you. So literally, you have somebody who could work for you to help you build wealth and have multiple. You, like I actually, I'm about to run that play. Like I'm about to do rent to arbitrage myself. I'm about to find me a real estate agent and be like, "Yo, this is your job. This is what I want you to do." And they could just just run it up. Um, but somebody you know might not have the access to the capital. Correct, correct, correct. Um, and so and so, what you know? How how do you advise somebody like that to yeah. get into the game? And I can remember, like I, I can relate to that because I remember, like I said, I, I was living paycheck to paycheck with a college degree. Yeah, right. Two college degrees, still living paycheck to paycheck. And then back then, we called it pray check to pray check. Mm, I'm praying facts. this check's ah, enough to cover my bills. There's <laughs> enough to cover my bills. Yeah, yeah. But for someone that's looking to get started to the game, and you don't have a lot of capital. Um, one thing I mentioned is you can leverage OPM, right? Which is business credit. Yeah. So you get your, your credit in order and you can get business credit. And you have a lot of banks that will give you funding for with a brand new LLC mm -hmm. if you got a 680 credit score. Mm -hmm. So there's no excuse on why you can't make it happen. I had like one of our newest mentees, um, she already had the credit score. She wouldn't get into it. She said, look, I'm tired of working my nine to five. I make good money, but I want, you know, some freedom. Yeah. So she was able to build up some business credit. I say, go here. Go to a Chase, they'll give you business credit with a brand new LLC. Mm. Go to Truist, they'll give you business credit with a brand new LLC. Go to um, go to Amherst Bank, they'll give you business credit cards with a brand new LLC and American Express. So if you have a 680 minimum credit score, you could get business credit cards. Mm. Now you can use those business credit cards to cover the first month and last month and furnishing the unit, mm. right? And then now because Airbnb is coming becoming so popular, you have a lot of different companies that's catering to the industry. Mm -hmm. So now you heard of Wayfair? Yep. Wayfair now has partnered up with Capital One to offer business credit oh, wow. to purchase furniture. Yeah. So now you can leverage business credit to get furniture for your unit off of Wayfair. Mm. Right. Same thing with Ikea. Mm -hmm. They know that this industry is picking up. A lot of people are getting nice furniture to furnish their unit. They say, you know what? Well, let's cater to the people that may not have all the capital. They need the furniture. They'll be able to use it for their units. Pay us off with their bookings. Let's offer them business credit. Mm. So Ikea has a division. They offer business credit wow. for business owners. So now you can purchase your furniture as well. So leverage business credit to get into the game. But let's say everyone, your credit's not up to part. You don't have a 680. Let's say your credit is a 500. I can still show you a way to still make money in the industry without owning no property. Mm. Doing co-host, mm. becoming a co-host for someone else's property. Mm. That's, that's on the Airbnb. That's yeah. Right. Like we use, I tell my mentees, if you don't have the credit to get started into the game, you don't have the money, build up the capital by co-hosting other people's property and charges a percentage. Mm. So you could go on co-host market mm. and you could register with them and you could co-host other people's properties that's on Airbnb that don't want to manage it and you could charge them anywhere from 10 to 20%. Wow. So it's like you're a property manager, yep. right? But you're collecting the percentage on the revenue. Wow. So let's say that that Airbnb host is making $4,000 a month. You take 20% of that. Right, it's about $800 that you're able to make off a property that you don't own. Right. So now there's no excuse on why you're getting into the game. Right. So you could co-host someone else's property to be able to build up some cash flow, still do Airbnb, but using someone else's property and then build up your capital to eventually you get your own Airbnb unit. Wow. Wow. And 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 so um, is there advantages, right? Because like so far, you know, I, I, you know, I know low uh, barrier to entry doing rent arbitrage. Is there any advantages to owning it yourself? Yeah, it, it is. It is depending on how you get into it. Just like, you know, traditional real estate, depending on how you get into the deal. Yeah. Right? A lot of times you hear fix and flips. It, it's all about how you buy it. Yeah. Right. You make money on how you buy it. So the same thing with Airbnb, depending on how much you invest into that unit, it may be good for you. It may be bad for you. Yeah. Right. Um, but ownership is, is always good. Right. Yeah. Because it's an asset as on your net worth. Um, but it could be great. I have a mentee right now. She owns a property and she's crushing it to the point. I said, I need to get that from you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she owns a property. So you know what? Like I'm not living in no more. She's single. Um, so you know what? Like I want to just put it on Airbnb. I don't want to rent it for someone long term. It's a really nice property. I said, you know what? Let's take some professional photos. Let's list this on Airbnb and let's get it going. She did that. One of her bookies she has, I think for about maybe two weeks is like $7,000. Wow. For two weeks, $7,000. Wow. And she owns the property. So her mortgage is 5000 mm -hmm. Just with that one booking, she have her mortgage already covered. Right. Plus and extra 2000 right, 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 right. Now she has somebody else for that property, because it's really nice, saying, hey, I pay a whole month 
that would be $20,000 I'll right. offer you right. to stay at this property. So her mortgage is only $5,000 right. minus the 5K minus utilities. Let's say it's 6,000. I mean, all in costs. Yep. She's making she's making an extra $14,000 in profit. Right. And, wow. and she owns it. So Absolutely. yeah, it could be a benefit. Yeah. So I always tell people you could go both ways depending on your situation. Yeah. If you don't have the credit, if you don't have the money to purchase, get into the game with the rental arbitrage method. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, no, I yeah. love that. And and it like and, and like so now what what's what, what's the goal, right? Like, I mean, you have a program, you coach people. Um is it is it get as much Airbnbs as you could possibly get? Is it you know, get Air, Airbnbs and then take that profit and invest in somewhere else. Like what is the, uh, like what are you teaching your students about growing and scaling mm. their business? That's a great question. And that's what you want to do is scale, but also have a strategy. Yeah. You know, for us, we don't just teach, hey, get a whole bunch of Airbnb products, get a whole bunch, because it's all about qu uh, quantity, right? No, you want to make sure you're getting good quality products making you money. Yeah. So a lot of times, it's another mistake that Airbnb, new Airbnb hosts make is that they look to get units anywhere someone tell them yes you could do airbnb to go ahead and secure it mm -hmm. i always tell my mentees just because a landlord tells you yes you could do airbnb there doesn't mean you should do it mm -hmm. right because maybe you 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 can't be profitable there mm -hmm. so what i teach my mentees is leverage uh something called bnb calc mm -hmm. where is a system that'll let you know the potential month profit you can make on that unit with the comparables the comps mm -hmm. in the area so that way you know if that unit is a good deal or not if you can make money if you can make money in it Go ahead and secure it. If you can't make money, despite how good it look, right. the deal is don't do it. Right. So the strategy is picking the right property, mm -hmm. scaling based on your situation. Because mm -hmm. some people may not be able to scale fast because every one situation is different. You may not have a lot of capital. You may not have all the credit. Mm -hmm. So based on your situation, but also have a strategy. Don't just sit on all this Airbnb money. If you ask money that you're making, invest into different things. Yeah. Maybe you could now start buying some properties to do Airbnb mm -hmm. with and building some of the ownership part of the Airbnbs. Mm -hmm. That's adding on to your net worth as well too. Mm -hmm. Maybe investing in maybe traditional, uh, maybe real estate at the same time because all go hand in hand. You know, Airbnbs traditionally real estate without owning real estate, Yeah. right? So maybe taking some of your capital, invest into different things as well too. So our goal is to help everyone. Our movement is called Legacy. Mm -hmm. Our goal is for everyone to build long-term wealth. Yeah. Not just to make quick money. That's cool. Yeah. But to make money for a long time. Yeah. For your last name. And the way you do that is with a strategy, with a blueprint. Mm -hmm. And that's what we emphasize in our program and teach our mentees. Have a strategy. Look at the numbers. Make sure it makes sense. And be in it for a long-term game. Not yeah. just for a quick come up. Because, again, this is something that you want to last for a long time. You're building uh, an empire with this. Yeah. 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 I see a sure thing. Yeah. I am a billionaire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Team legacy. Yeah. yeah. How 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 important is that to you? And uh, you know, to to focus on legacy and build legacy. Um, yeah, how, how important is that? Man, that's that's really important. You yeah. know, um, because you mentioned something earlier, made me think about like our, our ancestors not having access to information. Yeah. Right? They didn't. <laughs> yeah. Some some of our ancestors couldn't read. They say, like, hey, you no, you shouldn't read, right? Yeah. So now we have the ability to learn new information that could change our whole life. And, you know, building a legacy for my family is very important. Yeah. That's one thing I stride on. Like, I want to build something for my last name, not just for me to enjoy, but also for my family to enjoy as well, too. So having a legacy. And I tell people, if you're just making money for yourself, you're selfish. Mm. It shouldn't just be about you. Wow. It should be around the people around you who you can impact. Wow. So, you know, with building a legacy, it's about building generational wealth. How can you do that? Not just with making cash flow, but it's also with ownership. Mm. Right. It's also um, understanding money, understanding financial literacy. So that's yeah. one thing that we emphasize in our program. Also um, getting life insurance, yeah. you know, because, again, you know, my my parents can teach me that. My dad can teach me that. He didn't know anything. He just came from here to migrated from Haiti to come here, provide a good life. All he knew was work. Right, right, that's right. it. He didn't know anything. Absolutely. Work, you know, get a good job, pay bills and that's it. Yeah. So for me, I wanted to emphasize, you know what? I want to change the game. I want to change the narrative. Yeah. Right. I want to be the one that break generational curses in my family. Right, so that's why I really, really focus on, you know, becoming successful. So that way we could do that and then also take care of my pops. And then when me and my wife did decide to have kids, that they'll be good. Mm. Right. If they decide that they want to go to college, they'll decide on their own. If yeah. they don't want to go to school, say, you know what? I want to be an entrepreneur just like you. Hey, we'll be able to show you the blueprint. But guess what? We built a legacy that will last a long time. Yeah. You know, so that's why I'm really, really big on not just making now money, yeah. but making money for a long time that outlasts you. Yeah. 
right? So that's, that's, that's where we're at right now with it. Yeah. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And, and and how, you know, you know, you know, speaking of legacy, right? Like, how good does it feel to be able to show your dad a different lifestyle, right? Like you know, knowing, you know, losing your mom at such a yeah. you know, young age and, you know, and we never really talk about, you know, most of the time when people hear single parent household, yeah. automatically think about the dad left. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so being at a space where, um, you know, it's your dad that's taking care of the household, um, you know, and, and going through these struggles, you know, um, now being able to be in a different position uh, to, to shift the, the narrative, you know, of, like all the sacrifices your mom made, all the sacrifices your dad made to finally, you know, land with you where you, you know, you're you're the one, right? Mm. Um, how was that feeling, you know? Yeah, that's a wonderful feeling. Yeah. I, I can't put a dollar amount on that. Yeah. You know, um, and that's what I wanted to do. And uh, one thing, um, what made me think about is time. You know, one thing I realized, you know, we're losing my mom, like, you know, um, I can't get her back. Mm. Right. Not a, it doesn't matter the amount of money I make. I can't get the time with her. Yeah. So I'm really big on time. And I wanted to be in a position where I can control my time, spend as much time with my family. So, you know, with my dad, I wanted to make sure that I could show him that I'm going to become successful and also just take care of him at the same time. Right. And one thing that he told me, he said, man, I thank God that you didn't listen to me and keep that nine to five job. Mm. Right. Where he's seen everything that me and my wife, what we was able to accomplish. Yeah. Right. You know, um, us bu building our dream home from the ground up. Yeah. You know, half a million dollar house we built from the ground up. Things that we wanted to do um, and we was able to do it. And also to be able to take care of him at the same time. Yeah. You know, um, he doesn't pay anything. Mm. You know, was able to buy him a brand new Mercedes, you know, just take care of him. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. So when he experienced that, I said, like, man, thank God you didn't. He told me, I said, thank God you didn't listen to me. Wow. And you kept that nine to five job and you became an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, because one thing, you know, at a young age, I was a risk taker. <laughs> I got in trouble a lot, yeah, you yeah. know, um, but I wanted to make sure that I bless him um, because he did. We had to do take, care, you know, take care of me, you yeah. know, without him working hard and doing what he had to do. I probably wouldn't be in this position today, yeah. even though he didn't educate me in the financial literacy aspect. Yeah. He still provided. I had a roof over my head and that helped me accelerate because I always look at this. We all need people. Yeah. We all need someone to help us. Yeah. Maybe it's not your parents. Yeah. Maybe it could be a friend. Maybe someone could take you. It, it, we all need people to grow. Yeah. Like success is not just a one man show. Yeah. You know, becoming a, a multiple seven figure is not just one man show. You right. need a team. You Absolutely. need people to help you, yep. mentor you. And that's what I look at. So it's all a helping hand for us to level up. So for me, it's a phenomenal experience to be able to take care of him. And I'm not have to worry about anything that I could go ahead and take care of it because now we're in a position to do that. Yeah. As well, too, he can get the, you know, enjoy the fruits of the labor that we did and we work hard. Yeah. You know, to do that. So it's, it's a phenomenal experience. Yeah. And and how, how, you know, how has losing your mother at a young age affected you as a man? So I so I lost my mom as an adult. Mm. Right. Um, and even though I was an adult, it yeah. still was uh, one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life. Mm. Um, only because there, there's nothing that can replace a mother's love, right? Yeah. Um, but as a as a child, like how how do you think that like affected your uh your your life, right? Like you as a as a man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it had a huge impact. Yeah. You know, just like you mentioned, like you know, uh, a, a, a love from your mom, especially to to a son, mm -hmm. is like this. It, you know, you're really close to your mom compared to your dad. So for me, it really hit me hard, even though I was young, nine years old, because yeah. we had a very close relationship. Yeah. Like even closer than our old, my older siblings, yeah. which is really that close. So me losing her, it had a huge impact. Like, man, like, what am I going to do? Yes, I have my dad, but it was like. I was really close to my mom. Right. So that had a huge impact on me, you know, growing up as well, too. Yeah. You know, my mindset really shift a lot. Like, man, I don't want to lose anyone that close to me. Mm. 
but also what it did for me is like I cannot play with time. Right. Like I can't play with it. And that was one thing was still in me ever since that situation happened. Right. You know, it didn't set well. It's like, man, like I never know when's gonna be the last moment I get to spend time with this person. Right. Right. I never know it'll be my last time on this earth and I'm playing with my time. Right. I need to hurt me become successful now. Right. Not next year. Yeah. Not next I need to do it now because I don't know when my time is coming. Um, but also what it did for me is really emphasize on family. Yeah. You know, making sure, hey, look, I'm spending time with family, telling them, hey, I love you. Because this these things are important. Conversation most people don't have. You know, so it's not always about the money, but it made me realize at a young age that, you know, I had to grow up fast. Yeah. You know, I, my first job I got was at 13 years old. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so I had to grow up fast. So it pushed me to grow up fast because our financial circumstances that we was in mm -hmm. and I just had to make stuff happen. But again, growing up like without her, it, it still had an impact. So I kind of had to grow through it. Um, but it also helped me. And what I mean by it is helped me understand that time, it, we don't have time. Yeah. We can't control time. Yeah, so any really. chance we get, it kind of put that urgency on me to go ahead and make stuff happen. Mm -hmm. You know, and then um, that really pushed me to do what we did and not be afraid to take risk. Yeah. As well, that's something I think. For me, I was the youngest in my family. I was the only one that decided to become an entrepreneur and take mm -hmm. that risk. Yeah. I was the only one who was a risk taker. I always yeah. take risks and try something. If it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. One thing that stood in me is like, we don't get enough time is gone. You cannot get time back. Right. You can make money, get it back, lose it, get it back. But time, you can't get it back. So yeah. any chance you get to do something, do it. Whether it works or not. Yeah. So that was my mentality at a very young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, speaking of time, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs create jobs for themselves. We talked about that. Um, and talk a little bit about the importance of systems, right? Mm -hmm. Like why is systems and, and having uh, a systematic approach to your business very important if you want time? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because it's like I mentioned earlier, like I didn't have the time, right? My first business owned me. Yeah. And I, I think it's very important to have systems. Yeah. You know, um, for my previous company, one of our companies who work for you, hear this all the time from my mentors saying that systems stand for save yourself time, energy, and money. Mm. Right? And sometimes as humans, right, human nature is that we're trying to control everything. Mm. Hey, I want to control this. I want to control this. I want to be in charge of this. But you're not going to really scale that way, right? You may burn yourself out. You can't do everything. And, you know, what I realized, and I was like that person, I try to control everything, right? And like, I want to be in control of this. I want to be in control of this. And I can't really scale and grow. And I have no time for myself. Yeah. And I could burn myself out. Yeah. So what I what we did is we created systems within our business, mm -hmm. right? So we have virtual assistants. So people could build this Airbnb business all on autopilot, mm -hmm. hands off by leveraging VAs that could operate your business mm -hmm. for you, mm -hmm. right? By having a team as well. So for us, we have a team. Um, that take care of our cleaning. We have a team that take care of anything that breaks or whatever the case may be. We have a team that take care of um, communication with the guests, right? Or a VA that communicates with the guests as well too. And then also looking for different softwares to kind of manage the business. So we have something that's called a channel manager, um, host away that manages all of our units for us. And then a pricing dynamics with AI, artificial intelligence that do the pricing daily for us with wow. our units. Wow. So now we don't have to always be involved. We could oversee the business, mm -hmm. right? But we don't have to be involved because we're creating systems because the goal is for entrepreneurship and for business is also to make money, but also for freedom. Right. That's the goal. See, we're, we're not after, we're not chasing the money. You know, we're, I'm after the freedom. Right. Like I want the freedom that the money provides. Absolutely. And a way that you could do that is by creating systems within your business. I don't care what business it is. You got to have systems. Right. Right. Because if you don't have systems, your business going to be all over the place. You're going to be the uh, only a one man show right. and you're going to burn yourself out. Awesome. And ain't going to last right. like nah, right. you got and, and we don't have the mentality. What I look at a lot of times. And I think the reason why some people and some of us we like to do everything on our own is because we want to get out the limelight mm -hmm. for everything. But it's all about the team. You want to yeah. push your team to, do, to hey, I have a team. Just yeah. like sports. Mm -hmm. It's a team sport that wins a championship. Not yeah. one person. You need a team to win championships. Yeah. So sometimes you got to shine a light on other people that's within your team. Yeah. And pray. So what I do with certain people on my team, like I press it, congratulations on doing that. I mean, you did a phenomenal job. I let them know, look, I, this business and this company will not be where it's at without you. Yeah. Letting that person know that's on my team that I value you. Yeah. And a lot of times I think this will hold a lot of people back because they want to be the only person that feel like, hey, I do everything. 
and you don't have a team and you ain't gonna grow your business, you're gonna go broke. Right, right, facts. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so, so that's what we really emphasize on with what we're building. Yeah. And so, like, with the systems, um, you know, your wife, your wife, you, you and your wife are business partners, yeah, friends, parents, right? Um, how do you balance that? How do you balance marriage, uh, parenthood? And business altogether. Yeah, man, ain't no balance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ain't no balance, yeah. man. It, it's, 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 um, it's difficult, right? Yeah. It's, you, not, I, I'm, I'm glad you said that though, right? Because <laughs> I, I think, I think there's this fallacy out there, like this fantasy where people are looking like, man, I'm gonna, you know, we have this perfect, perfect balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, it, it, nah, ain't no balance. It don't yeah. exist, right? Yeah. Um, and one thing I heard, I think, from one of my great mentors. Um, he said you have seasons in life, right? Seasons. So just like you have fall, winter, spring, yep. uh, summer, you dress differently yep. during those seasons that you're in, right? Summertime in Florida, you ain't wearing a big coat on right, like right. you're gonna suffocate. Right. You're gonna have heat stroke. Right, right. right. You, you you gotta dress differently. So the same thing in life, you got different seasons. So you may have a season in your your marriage and your life that you're on grind mode, you're building a business. So you may be devoting a lot of time to your business, right? You may not go on as much dates with your wife as much, right? Yeah until you kind of get things going with your business. Yeah. And then once you reach that certain part of your business, right, success or breakthrough, mm -hmm. now you may be in a season, hey, you know what, it's dating season, right? Mm -hmm. Let me go on a, a date with my wife, right? Yeah. Um, then you may be in another part of your season, hey, we're, we're, we're back on grime or whatever it is, family yeah. time or whatever the case may be. So different seasons in life. And a lot of time I feel like, you know, entrepreneurs, we kind of beat ourselves up because we're trying to find this balance. Yeah, 100%. And, and, yeah. and it's not, but I think also the communication and, one thing I tell people, cause I know you're married too, mm -hmm. is like we got an advantage when it comes to business. Yeah. Right? Because we have a partner. 100%. Oh. You know, we got, 100%. <laughs> compared to the single people, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah. we got a partner. No, no, I, yo, it's crazy you say that because I feel sorry for entrepreneurs who are single. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. I do. <laughs> because, like, with, like, without my wife, my business wouldn't be doing what, it, what, it, what it's doing. Yeah. And so, and, and, I, and, and, that, and that ability to bring, um, peace. That's what mm -hmm. your partner's supposed to bring you, right? Mm -hmm. And so, with, with the with the craziness of the grind, the craziness of life, the craziness of parenthood, the craziness that just exists, mm -hmm. like like you need that person to bring you a level of peace. A hundred percent. I like that. That peace. I like yeah. that. I like that. You know. And and I think you know for those those guys watching this, and you guys are married, and you're not in a business yet. Um, maybe you're looking to start a business like you want to be on the same page, yeah. building that business because you guys go so much further. Because sometimes, you know, you have married people. They may not be on the same page when it comes to building that business for that significant other that's starting a business that may not be supporting each other. Yeah. And I think it's very important that you have that conversation and both you guys are in alignment. So me and my wife have this conversation as well, too, about what we're doing. You know, sometimes we bump heads. Right. It's going to happen. Right. But, you know, just like you mentioned, I cannot. You know, think like, man, certain things she does in the business, like, that ain't my forte. Yeah, exactly. hey, that ain't for yeah, me. Yeah. Like, hey, you good at that? I'm going to let you do that. That's not my forte. And I'm like, man, if she wasn't there, I don't know how the business will grow. Yeah. So I think we kind of balance each other out. And certain things she's not good at, her weakness, that's yeah. my strength. 100%. And we could kind of come together and build something huge as a team. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of building this together. So there's no balance. And you know, she take care of the household with the kids and take care of the home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while I'm doing, maybe doing other things, maybe traveling. So having that team, having that marriage, like it, it really helps a lot. Yeah. It's not going to be balanced, but it's going to help you a lot. And I feel like you could scale and grow a business faster 100%. being married. I agree. You know, I agree. And and because you, you got to think about it. Right. And, and no disrespect to our single people out there. But when you're single, um, you know, you know, after the grind, like now, if you think about dating, like now you're dating and you go and, and you take it away from the grind. If you say, you know what, I'm not going to date for right now and I'm just going to grind. Now you have the sense of lack of companionship, mm -hmm. right? And then now, uh, you know, two minds become one. So now you're the person trying to figure everything out. Even if you have a business partner that's not your spouse, you know, everybody has their uh, their own best interests at heart. And so now you, there's there's no checks and balances really with your business partner but if it's if it's something you if it's someone that you're married to that you're in a relationship with, like the the fact that y'all in a relationship with each other is the checks and balance to make sure mm -hmm. that when you're making business decisions, there's that you know you have the best interest at heart. So 100%. there's just so much advances to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but I it gotta be the right one though. Yeah, it gotta be the right one. Let me just say that because I don't wanna 
make it seem like, oh, you just go get married. And now you yeah, got yeah, yeah, single yeah. people getting married. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You get married to the wrong person. Oh, yeah. Now, now they take a half. Now they now they poke a holes in the boat and the correct. boat's not going nowhere. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you said, it, it got to be the right one. Yeah. It got to be the right one that, you know, you, you get married to. This can't be anybody. Right. You know? And other thing is, and, and, and even if you guys are married and you have a successful marriage, I think the communication is very important yep. about the vision that you guys are trying to build because maybe the spouse may not understand it at the time. Like, man, well, you're working so much or X, Y, and Z, but you have that conversation about the vision. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, if we accomplish this goal in the business, I'm going to go, you know, go on a vacation with the whole family, right? I'm going to reward all of us yeah. if we work together on this goal as a unit. And I think the conversations between the marriage and between the spouses mm -hmm. is very important. So that way they could have the vision laid out this is the goal where we're going towards and this is what we're going to do. And this is what I may need your help with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the communication is a key component yeah. to, to that as well. When you when you think about, you know, the the businesses that you have, the Airbnb, uh, what is the ultimate goal for you and your wife? Um, I think the ultimate goal is just more ownership. Like so we we want to get into, you know, purchase of real estate. My wife's also a real estate agent okay. as well. Oh, you so, cheating. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You got the cheat code right there. Hold on. So she's a real estate agent. So she so she got the connection with the landlord. Yeah. Oh, that's a cheat Oh, yeah, yeah. So 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 win-win. That's when you gotta find the right partner. Look, look, look. You gotta find the right partner. Look, look. Um, but but I think for us to own the, the goal is ownership. You yeah. know, you wanna own uh, you know, more real estate properties. We want to get into apartment complexes. Yeah. We want to own, because again, our goal is legacy and generational wealth. Yeah. And if you look at all times, one of the, not quickest, but one of the best ways to build generational wealth is through real estate. One of it's through ownership. Yeah, sorry, so, that, yeah. so that's our goal. You know, yeah. we, we want to make money. You know, we don't have a mindset that we need to make fast money now. Our yeah. mindset is we want to make long-term money. Yeah. So that's our goal. What we're looking towards to get more ownership, own more properties, own an apartment complex and this continue to build a legacy yeah and in travel no i love that and so you know talk talk to me a little bit about your your you know your mentorship program um because one of the things you know i was talking to uh somebody earlier and we were talking about the importance of um having mentors uh which i know you have um and then also being a mentor Mm -hmm. uh, right. So that's the balance, if you will, of knowledge where you're getting knowledge, but then you also have to be giving knowledge. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so you have a program. Um, talk talk about your mentorship program. A hundred percent. hundred percent. So, you know, such as something you touch on something that's important is mentorship. You yeah. know, I feel like all of us need mentorship. All of us got mentored at one point. All of us are getting mentored. Yeah. Right. You get mentored whether you know it or not. Facts. <laughs> That's a doubt. Yeah. Whether you, you know it or not, you may be getting mentored by society, the culture, the TV. Right. That may be your mentor. Right. Or you may be getting mentored with positive things. Right. You may have a positive influence in your life. So, you know, with our mentorship program, you know, people that's looking to get into the Airbnb game, like we're, we're teaching you step by step on how to get started. Right. Because most people that may work a nine to five, they may not know anything about business. They may not have an LLC. They may not know what that is. Yeah. Um, they may not have a business bank account. They may not know how to get into the Airbnb business. So, you know, within our program, we were teaching you how to get your LLC, how to find Airbnbs, but also how to get your personal credit in order, how to get your business credit in order. So that way you can leverage the business credit, OPM, to get started with the Airbnb business mm. and then also how to properly guide you at the same time. And one of the reasons why me and wife kind of started this this program you'd be surprised it's actually one of our guests mm. that lit the light bulb in the eyes mm -hmm. right um she was a travel nurse and she was a repeat uh travel nurse at one of our, one of our units two times and she said like i see you got multiple units and she's like man like can i have a conversation with you about the industry about the business i'm like all right well one day when i have time you know we'll probably go to lunch or whatever if we don't have time and i sat down have a conversation with her a great client she paid good amount of money so i'm like yeah, I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm gonna have a conversation we're gonna have some time we're gonna have some time so 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 she's like man like i've been a, a nurse about 20 years i'm looking to retire mm -hmm. and like i want to learn this, this game yeah and she's like i'll pay you whatever to learn it because mm -hmm. i want to learn how to do it but i want to learn how to do it the right way yeah she said i know healthcare. i've been a nurse for 20 plus years yeah. but i don't know business and i don't know this business and i'll pay you and i'm like she's like you should teach people this mm. And I'm like, man, you know what? I should because I may be hoarding information that could bless other people. Right, right. You know, yeah. that could make an impact on other people's lives. So that's what our program entails. And this is why we got into it. They really give people the game on how to get started yeah. in Airbnb. But not just that. The information that people learn, you could use this in different things. Because once you know the structure and foundation of business, yeah. 
you could use this in any business that you're in. Mm. And that's what we teach people. So what we do, uh, we do a free masterclass where people can tap into it yeah. to get the information. So we're going to be teaching you all of this, your LLC business credit in this free masterclass, mm. how to find your first Airbnb property, teaching them all of this. Nice. Like we, we don't hold anything back. So we, we teach everything on this free masterclass, yeah. how to uh, get your LLC, how to get started in the game the right way, how to find your profitable Airbnb property. Um, so we teach them all of this within this uh, free masterclass that we do. Nice, nice. And we're going to put the link in the description where y'all can tap into the free masterclass. And so like how important is it to uh, to give, right? Like, um, you know, again, like you said, your 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 um, guest was like, hey, you, you guys should create this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you could have said no. You could have been like, nah, I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. got this information. I'm going to keep this to myself. Like, like what is the the benefit like why did, why do you why did you feel um the urge is to to say yes you know what i got this information let me teach it yeah because one of the great things is like just to see a transformation in someone yeah you know seeing where they came from where they at like that's a phenomenal experience that's phenomenal to see as, as well too yeah and then seeing how information could change someone else's life you know we always say this information changes situations mm -hmm. Right. Only when they implement the information, though. Facts. Right. Yeah. So so someone may be in a bad situation. Financial information situa changes, changes situations, situations only with implementation. It. That's it. There we go. Because some people, they get the info. They don't do nothing with it. They nice. get excited, motivated. They don't do anything with the information. Yeah. But when you begin to execute on the details and information, this is when the transformation will happen. Yeah. And now you're going to be able to get some results because some people may be st uh, stuck in a tough situation. Like one of my mentees, she made great money. Right. She's a, a pharmacist. She's a doctor. Yeah. She made multiple six figures. We said, look, I'm a single mom. I have no time freedom. Mm. Right. I make money. Sounds good. But I have right. no time to spend with my son. Right. You know, and I said, this is that this is the reason why I want to get tapped into the Airbnb game. Yeah. So that way I could be able to get my freedom back. Yeah. Right. And was able to help her from point A to point Z. So she got her first property. She got business credit now. Now she see a vision, a blueprint on how she could have all the freedom that she wants with this business. Yeah. And that's what we teach. And you would think just because she's a doctor, she's set. Right. She don't she know the healthcare exactly. medical part, but she don't know the business. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we that's what we give. And that's phenomenal. Like, you know what? That does something from so I know it. Look, we got an obligation to go out there and help other people win at the same time. Not order the information. Let's go out there and give people the game so that way they can have experience just like yourself. Yeah, yeah. And what what, what would you say is the biggest um mistake that new entrepreneurs are are making? When they, you know, come out and start, you know, start yeah. making a business. Not it don't it don't necessarily have a specific to Airbnb, but like yeah. even just running a business. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would say one of the biggest mistakes, and I made this when I first got started in the business, was not investing into my business. Mm. Right. And a lot of times entrepreneurs, you try to save everything, you try to penny pinch. I'm like, if you're gonna penny pinch everything, you, your business ain't gonna grow. Facts. So most people are afraid to invest in their business and invest into themselves. And I was thinking about something. And I was I was thinking about this and it just came to my mind. It was years ago. I was uh years ago when I was really into like shoes and all that, Jordans, all that good stuff, right? I like shoes and all that. Yeah. Get me wrong. And I'm like, man, we were standing in long lines mm -hmm. when they dropped the bio, right? A long line. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to investing into our business, invest to ourselves, we're hesitant. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, man, we'll do all of that, make that sacrifice, wake mm -hmm. up. We we had to get up six in the morning nice. waiting to get them shoes, yeah, but yeah. we won't invest it to ourselves. So I made this mistake in one of my first businesses, my car business, where I didn't invest into marketing dollars mm. into my business, the brand or business, mm. to get the word out there. And when I began to invest into the business, mm. that's when it began to grow and scale. Because mm. I don't care what business you're in, yeah. it needs money. Absolutely. You have to invest into it. If you want it to grow, you got to put money into your business. So any new entrepreneur that may be looking at this, yeah. don't be afraid to invest into your business. But also don't be afraid to invest into knowledge. Yeah. To invest into information. To invest into a mentor. I don't care what business it is. Maybe it's yeah. not the Airbnb business, but get guidance. Yeah. You know, that's something else that helped me in my first business when I got a mentor. Mm -hmm. Right. And I learned from him and what he was doing in his car business and his business. I learned from it and I implemented it and I was able to kind of grow my business faster. Because yeah. guess what? I had a mentor that was teaching me the ropes. Yeah. You know, so I think every everyone should find a mentor. And look to invest into your business. Yeah, no, I love that. And so, like now, with everything that you've been through, everything that you learned, uh, the ups and downs, the everything, um, if you could give advice to uh, eighteen-year-old Eugene, 
Uh, what what advice are you giving him? Man, I would be like, don't go to college. No, 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 no. No, I'm joking. But 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 um, no, I never regret going to school. Yeah. Um, great experience. And I always tell people like me, I never tell people, you know, don't go to college. Like, get your experience. Do what you got. You got a scholarship. Oh yeah, scholarship. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so for would me, you pay for it? Huh? Would you pay for it? What was it for the scholarship? No, no, no. I'm saying like you went to school. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But, but like, would you? Would I, would I pay? Would I pay? Yeah. Would I pay for? Nah, I, I, I yeah. probably wouldn't pay for it. Yeah. You know. Because like you know, I was only making twenty eight thousand dollars a year at the college, so right. that didn't make any sense. Right, like, right. oh, I'm gonna I'm pay, pay all the student loan. Nah, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do that. But but what advice I'd give to that eighteen year old Eugene would be to take action faster, mm. right? And you know, certain things I feel like kind of hold me back was I was kind of hesitant on taking action and doing mm. certain things. Yeah, you know, getting started sooner. You know, because sooner you take action to something, the quicker that you're going to get the result. So we, we, we got to look at something and don't be afraid to fail, you mm -hmm. know, because I was kind of afraid of failure because I was so worried and concerned about what my friends may think, my family may think. So certain things I really wanted to do, I didn't do it because it didn't quote unquote fit in what my, my homeboys and my friends was doing. Yeah. Right. And until it hit me and said, you know what, I don't care what they think later on in my life. Yeah. You know, so I would tell that 18 year old Eugene, don't be afraid what your peers may think, your family may think. It doesn't matter. Take action right away. You know, because again, in business, you're going to have failures, yeah. but you could fail your way to the top. You could fail your way to success, Facts. but also you're going to learn from those failures. Yeah. So for my 18 year old Eugene, I'll say, look, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it's growth in that, but also it's money in your failures. It's yeah. money in your failures. 100%. 100%. All right, y'all. Airbnb. Uh, what's the, what's the website where uh, they can Oh, yeah. So it's going to be free. Airbnbmasterclass.com. Yep. You'll be able to register. It's 100% free, um, and you guys will be able to tap in. We do it every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the free masterclass, and you guys learn everything. The ins and outs about Airbnb. You'll be able to even learn how to get started with your first Airbnb on this class. And, I mean, I, I know, I don't know if it's in a free Airbnb class or not, but one thing that I enjoy is all of the information you give on um, how to tap into other people's money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's important. I think a lot of people, when you look at the stats, um, seventy percent of credit reports have errors in them, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people, millions of people, have bad credit, and so learning how to tap, how to first fix your credit, but then also learning how to tap into, you know, business funding, um, because there's a lot of money out there. Yeah, but people, people are not tapping into it. They're not using the banks. They're letting the banks just sit on this money. That's it. And, and, and the banks want to give the money away. But you. if you're not properly set up, they can't give it to you. Yeah. So one thing we do talk about in our masterclass is we're going to teach you OPM. We're going to teach you how to build your personal credit profile so that way you could get started in Airbnb. Yeah. Because that's what holds a lot of people back is the capital. So in this class, you're going to learn how to fix your credit. You're going to learn business credit. And now we're going to learn how to leverage OPM to get started with the Airbnb business. Yeah. You know, so they're going to learn all of that within it. All right. Free Airbnb masterclass.com. Yeah. I got the link down down below in the description. Make sure y'all tap in. Uh if somebody want to connect with you, where can they find you? Oh, yeah. Follow me on IG at Mr. Eugene06 on Instagram and then on Facebook, EugeneFanFan.com. You guys can follow me there and get tapped in. Any question you have, reach out to me. We'll get those questions answered for you. All right, y'all. We are closing out the vault. Another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Inside the Vault. Go to our website, InsideTheVaultShow.com. Review, subscribe. Look, leave a five-star review. Let us know how you how you loving us, you know, our insiders. Uh, me, I am Ash Cash. Make sure you visit me, IamAshCash.com. So, uh, you know, follow me on all social media platforms at I am Ash Cash. Also, don't forget to join the Abundance community. I promise you, we got behind-the-scenes footage, um, you know, episodes that you didn't see yet. Uh, we got, you know, Eugene has given us some, some tips, some extra sauce that he did not talk about on the show. So join the Abundance community, abundancecommunity.org. Uh, I'll see you next time. Same time, same place, in God's will. All right, y'all. Peace. Hopefully this is the last time you hear this ad, because with Chime Checking Account, features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts.
or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. That's chime.com slash goals24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.